Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today was my first day of work. So I'm a little bit tired, but I'm going to, um, well, actually, technically, yesterday was my first day of work because I am recording this today. I'm, I'm recording this on Thursday. It'll be coming out on Friday. That's kind of the way that I have to do these now, um, as I said yesterday. But uh, yeah, I'm still going to be doing these. The videos are going to be a little bit more of a tr- challenge. So, um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not taking my gas, pe- I'm not taking my foot off the pedal. There you go. Uh, in terms of podcasting, I'm going to still do these six days a week. Uh, but if you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits. And today we're going to be on, going over to the anxiety subreddit. Um, that have anything to do with mental health. Um, and I try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Um, and yeah, so it was, uh, it was a good day at work. Just a typical warehouse job. Can't really talk too much about it, but, um, you know, forklift driving, all that, all that good stuff. And, uh, it was good. My feet are a little, uh, a little wrecked, but, uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll get used to it. Luckily it's a short week cause I started on Thursday. So, uh, I only have to work Thursday, Friday, get the weekends off. Uh, you know, you can't ask for too much, too much else, man. It's, it's, uh, it's good to be back working, but, uh, you know, always comes with the challenges uh, of, you know, figuring out how to schedule all the stuff that I had before, right? Before I had like, a, you know, I used to have like open days and stuff. Now, you know, it's all up. It's uh, luckily it's a fixed schedule. So it works out really, really well. Anyway, um, let's go over to the first post over here before I get too carried away <laughs> and just start talking about my day too much. Um Let's go over anyone else get anxiety hangovers after a big period of anxiety is resolved. I just got negative metal, medical test results. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I often end up in the state I call an anxiety hangover. I feel drained, tired and low. I also feel like sounds are too loud. I'm at work and people are just chatting in the staff room. Excuse me, but it feels like nails on a chalkboard. I'm craving silence and alone time. This happens to me every time I pass through a period of intense anxiety, usually lasts for a few days, then the next thing starts and I'm anxious again. Anyone else? Yeah, so I think this has a lot to this has a lot in common with like dep- and I so real quick, I, I used to have this with like depression where I would be uh example, uh I was really, really depressed for a period of time after my grandma passed in November of twenty twenty. And it, it, you know, luckily I wasn't working then because I was kind of a wreck, but there were a lot of things that kind of happened. And eventually I, I just remembered I had this really good crying session, just cried it all out, felt so much better, accepted things for what they were and, you know, moved on. But I was re- like, luckily it happened at night because I was so tired. Like I le- legitimately fell asleep with tears in my eyes. Like that's how drained I was. And I think it has something to do with, in anxiety's case, it has something to do with the fight or flight response and how all this adrenaline's kicking in. And then all of a sudden your anxiety has maybe subsided or the, the colossal event that you were afraid of has subsided. And so now you're, you're kind of on the, what would you say? The, uh, the come up from it, but that come up is still, you know, it's still kind of, 
you know, you're recovering, right? Because you just went through this big adrenaline rush. Um, and I kind of liken it to um, when, you know, if you're, uh, I liken it to combat sports a little bit. So one thing that happens in combat sports that you'll notice is a lot of times people will start off slow in a fight, like in the first round, second round, maybe uh, of a UFC fight, first round, maybe first four rounds of a boxing fight. Um, but then they'll pick up the pace as the fight goes, uh, depending on what the other the other opponent's doing. And it's so that they can they can they don't have to blow their gas tank out. Now, people that you'll see the not do this would be like Mike Tyson, who uh, back in the day, at least when he used to just go for broke. Um, but then you would also see him start to fade. He wouldn't have that same explosiveness at the last part of the rounds because he used up all this adrenaline and all this um, uh, emotion. Uh, by the way, not knocking Mike Tyson style or anything like that, right? Uh, but it can come at a detriment to a certain degree um, after, like, in a, in a long, you know, you can't sprint for as long as you can jog. So that's the whole thing. And, um, yeah, I think this makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot of sense in the sense in um, – especially when we talk about the fight or flight response. Um, and I think that's something that you, you can't not talk about with anxiety. It's, it's always good to kind of review that anytime somebody's uh, talking about anxiety, it's always good to, to um, review, you know, review a little bit of, you know, why it, like almost getting to the root of things, but from an evolutionary perspective, because, as as we've talked about a lot in this podcast, anxiety in and of itself is not a bad thing. However, once it becomes a disorder, that's when um, things become, they start to get a little too out of hand. You start to be always on edge. Um, but in, you know, if you have anxiety about going down a dark alleyway, then yeah, you're probably going to, that's good anxiety to have. That's great. You know, don't go down there. <laughs> um yeah, I've never, I haven't heard of the other things where sounds are too loud, all that other stuff. You might still be at that heightened level of awareness where, you know, you're trying to listen to everything. Uh, but I'm not too, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not completely sure if I'm, I'm completely, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of the Dre, you know, feeling tired, low. Yeah, I could, I could understand that. Um, absolutely. Uh, let's go to the next post here. As for the other ones, you know, obviously, obviously if you talk to a professional or anything like that, you probably get some better answers out of them. Uh, stretching calmed my anxiety. I share this because maybe someone can find it useful. I was feeling really anxious. I've been battling with anxiety after depression. I'm so lucky. And I tried relaxing teas, box breathing. Never heard of that. Tried to take a nap. Tried to make exhales longer than inhales. I tried massaging my ears with vague, with a vagus nerve massage, and I, fa I found on YouTube, and nothing worked until I tr I decided to do something, some stretching in my room with the lights off. My body calmed down and relaxed. I can say that the anxiety wasn't completely gone, but it improved a lot. Just wanted to share it because someone could find it useful too. Well, first off, thank you. Second off, I think this has to do more with... Uh, it has something to do with breathing, but I think it's because you're actually moving your body. And I think you might get the same thing. Uh, by the way, if stretching is, is for you, then absolutely go for it, right? doesn't mean you have to go into because yoga is pretty intense. I I've, I did it once, and uh, granted, it was like a YouTube video that I saw, but 
I mean, I got wrecked, man. I was, I could not do half of the things they were asking me to do. But um, when uh, when we're talking about like moving and exhaling, uh, you could also prob- probably get a similar experience from weightlifting. Just my own experience, but you know, when, when you when you uh, get the breathing just right for for weightlifting, there's something really like. Uh, I don't say magical, but there there is some um, there's some structure that it builds. There is this uh, it's a, it's almost like a meditative state that you get in when you 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 know you have the what wh- whatever your um, if you're going for slow reps, fast reps, whatever it may be. There's a rhythm that you're going to, and it almost feels a little bit like dancing to a certain degree, right? You're you're breathing, and you're you're timing your breathing just right to. Uh, with, with typically you want to exhale when you're you're pushing up. Obviously, if you're doing uh, fast reps, it's it's a little different. Uh, I don't really do fast reps all that much, um, but you know there 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 is something to be said about that. But yeah, if, if stretching, and I think that's why a lot of people you know we we need to figure we need to try try new things because excuse me we never know what might work for us, and that's why I'm so glad that this person brought up stretching because not everybody thinks about that. Um, I know because, you know, obviously we think about working out, all that other stuff, but stretching and it might also have that the same, um, when we're talking about working out, there is this tension that happens when you're working out, right? The, the time under tension that happens and then a relaxed period. So that might be something that you, this person is experiencing through stretching. They're probably experiencing some level, you know, a stretch, which is, you know, to a certain extent, it has have some tension to it. And then a release, right? Um, and then there's the breathing that comes with it. So that there might be a couple different things in there. But yeah, that's a great um, that's a great idea. That's a great um, suggestion for people. Let's go to the next post here. I went out of my comfort zone and had the best day in a while. I didn't panic when I woke up. I walked by myself to and from the grocery store across town. I covered an afternoon shift at my work and only knew, sorry, and only know early morning stuff. So I would have been nervous, but I wasn't. I even got free do- oh free donuts. Oh yeah, there we go. I managed to get all the chores I set to do today and even ordered myself sushi. I'm not afraid of the neighbors hearing my ukulele anymore and just might break it out later. I waited so long to get better and it's finally here. Yeah, and I think listen, um one thing that I, w- I want to make very clear here is uh because I do this a lot. I I do this a lot actually. <laughs> and I've tried to um ever since I've done this other thing which i'll get into in a second uh things have been a lot better so what i used to do was uh let's say i because i i'm like you know i'm a creature of habit like i'm very I, I like to be like strict to a schedule but when you know when i would be on my days off all i would be thinking about is like okay i gotta make sure that i don't do this so i can be ready for work on monday like i would be thinking about that that kind of stuff on like friday night uh not when i was drinking right like obviously you know people have heard my story um, obviously when we're, when we're talking about that, that time of my life, I did not care, but there was this, um, there was this time in my life where I was just, I was having this anxiety actually, uh, do we, okay, no, I, I think I, I think I decided to, uh, take that one off. If I, if I find there, there was another post on here that kind of talked a little bit about that. Um, if I find it again, I'll, I'll bring it back up, but, um, but yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, what I what I do now is I just I just enjoy the day without 
without any strings attached, right? It, it, because I think the problem was I was afraid I'd be get I would get too used to this day. I would get too, um, you know, oh well, all the days aren't going to be like this, so I have to simulate it so that I don't get, uh, so that I don't um, get too comfortable with this. But it, when I was doing that, I wasn't enjoying the things uh, that I was doing at the moment. I was always getting ready for something in the future. And I, I guess there's an argument to be made there. Maybe there is some good that can come from that. But to me, it just didn't make any, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense of what I was doing. So now I've learned to uh, kind of just enjoy the moment that I'm in, right? Like, like right now, right? Like I, I just got off of work. I'm, you know, had some good food. And now I'm just kind of, you know, resting my sore feet after, you know, it's been a while since I walked that much. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just resting. I'm with you guys. Um, you know, even though I do have to, you know, I'm going to work tomorrow. It's, or, well, technically today for you guys. I keep forgetting that I'm recording this on Thursday and releasing it Friday. Um, but, you know, I, and I think this person uh, should absolutely enjoy this. Now, does that mean that this person is always going to feel this way? Probably not. And I, I think that's important to also realize is, hey, when anxiety comes back for you, right? Like just, uh, it doesn't usually just simply go away, but you know, sometimes it can. I'm not going to dispel it or anything like that. Um, but if it does come back, then, you know, we're, uh, then you've, you got to enjoy this moment, um, and that's how I think about, like, it's, it's the same way I think about depression is there are going to be some days where I just feel really, really depressed. And it's just the way it is with me. Um, and, you know, the, those days are, will come, but I, you know, I'm not going to sacrifice the days that I'm happy to, uh, to accommodate the depressed times that aren't even here yet. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear this person really went out of the comfort zone. I'm glad. Um, and, uh, you know, th this kind of goes to the when my therapist, uh, you know, my my uh, second therapist, what they told me was, you know, if you don't have an excuse not to do something social, uh, then you have then go tr do your best to go do it unless you have a very good excuse. Um, because that will get you in the right direction to keep on going, right? Um, and now we're not talking about yes, man. You know, have you ever seen? I don't know if you ever seen the Bruce Carey as Bruce... that. Wait, no, wait. Is that? I feel. I feel like I just it's Tim Carey, right? What the heck? How am I forgetting this guy's name right now? Um, I dude, I just I think I just combined Bruce Almighty and and uh, Jim Carey. Wow. Can't believe I got this. I get this completely wrong. My bad. Um, I don't. Wow, that was really weird. I, I combined Bruce Almighty and Jim Carrey together, and I got Bruce Carey. Sorry, uh, that Jim Carrey movie, Yes Man, where he, uh, what is it? He has to say yes to everything, anything, and everything. Obviously, it's not like that. But let's say you know somebody says, "Hey, I want to. Hey, do you want to go out to lunch?" And you have work. Uh, sorry, man, I, I got work. Uh, maybe you can do dinner, uh, or you could do, we could do lunch on a weekend, something like that. Uh, but if they say, oh yeah, Hey, can you do lunch on Saturday and you're free Saturday? Then you, you go for it because this builds, ha this can build a habit 
um, for you to, uh, you know, like a routine, because if you keep saying no to people, it, it kind of, it, it kind of, uh, becomes that, that snowball turning into the, the boulder, so to speak. And it, it can really, really affect your confidence going forward. So be careful about, you know, letting that, that, that snowball, uh, turn into that boulder. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to hear, uh, this person, this person's killing it. Free donuts, man. Free donuts. Uh, let's do the last one over here. Anyone else can't, uh, uh, sorry, I'm trying to English here. Anyone else can't find the root cause of your symptoms and feel hopeless? It's been more than one year of therapy with two different psychologists, and we never discovered the possible root of the cause of, of the symptoms. There has never been any real traumatic thing in my childhood. Relationships have always been at least fine. Same with physical activities and all other standard stuff. Anyone else have some tips for my situation? Hmm. Okay. Well, there, you know, there usually is a root, but we can also make, we can also uh, talk about the root maybe being in family. Um, we'd also talk about the root being, you know, genetic, well, genetics would be family. Um, there is a root, but it's not always as easy. Okay, okay, this is gonna sound a little messed up, but it's it's not always as sorry, obvious is probably a better word than somebody who has been abused or somebody who has, uh, you know, maybe had been been alone for most of their life and they didn't have the right uh, type of exposure to other people, so now their anxiety gets up, um, you know, in different ways. So, um. When 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 we talk about finding the root of your your of your problem, the only reason why we do that is because a lot of times we're only getting rid of the symptoms of it. So, uh, tiredness, you know, cer certain things that that can come with anxiety, right? But those are symptoms of the problem. Um, example, uh, breathing, you know, certain things like that. Um, but what you want to do typically is to dig, is delve deep. Now, I will say this, is you don't have to always get so, like, wound up about the root of the problem. Um, you can focus on a lot of the symptoms if you really can't find the root of it. Just so that you're start because the problem is sometimes when we, we don't start somewhere, we don't end up going anywhere. And that's what we don't want. Now, I doubt that's what's happening here because you've seen two different psychologists. I doubt they would, I, I doubt you've spent like a whole year just talking about the root of your problems. I, I'm sure of that. Maybe I'm not so sure of that. I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure of that. So I'm sure they've been helping you with coping mechanisms. They've helped you with other things, maybe daily struggles. Uh, another thing, and I, I, this isn't me trying to um, point the finger at you, but sometimes, and this is just general advice for everybody, sometimes I think that we tend to uh, hide things from our therapist. Um, sometimes when we go into, this is why I used to take notes whenever I was feeling really bad so that I can bring them up to my therapist. Because I, you know, when you get into a therapist's office, all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm in a safe place wow, let's just talk about stuff because you feel good and you don't really want to bring up any of that bad stuff. At least I didn't um, earlier on. And so that's why I thought about, oh, maybe I should write the, you know, write when I am feeling terrible and talk about it with my therapist because, you know, you get into that 
office, which has become your safe your safe space, um, and your body kind of adapts to it and relaxes a little bit more, you know, and you all that other stuff. So, and you know, if you're like me and you have a terrible memory, then you can then, then that also uh, writing it down can also help you, uh, you know, figure out uh, what what's happened during the week too. Um, so that's just a tip out there. I'm not saying this person did that. Um, but it does seem a little bit, it, listen, sometimes people are unwrapping things for years, man. Um, so it's not all that convoluted to say that, you know, oh, I, you're with two different psychologists and you still haven't found it after a year. Yeah, I've still, listen, I've heard of some people who have had some messed up things happen in their life but they still haven't found the root of like that one thing. Now, I, I guess I'm kind of blessed in a certain way because a lot of my, a lot of my stuff stemmed from my father, my relationship with my father. So I always kind of go back to that whenever I have like a question or, um, you know, in my head, I'm trying to think about like, well, what is, I wonder if this, if this is something that happened with my dad. Um, doesn't mean I need an answer or anything like that, but I'm just, you know, that's how I kind of tackle problems sometimes. Uh, but yeah, in, in terms of this, don't feel, you know, you don't have to feel hopeless. What you should always be doing is going forward, going forward, going forward, going forward. Cause think about it in this way, right? Um, let's say you're digging, you're digging to try and find the root of something, right? Uh, and you're digging for hours. You're like, man, I can't find this this freaking root. Uh, at some point, you're gonna find it, but you're only gonna find it if you keep digging. Uh, you're not gonna find it by just giving up and you know whatever. Uh, you're gonna only find it if you continue digging and continue making progress. So uh, keep your head up, and uh, you know even though you haven't found the root of your problem, you can still work. And listen, like I said. I talk about going to the root of your problems instead of going after the symptoms. But if the symptoms are all you can find, then work on them. You know, work on them. I, I'm not trying to say that that you need to stop everything because you can't find the root of anything. Uh, you know, that would be that would be ridiculous, and that would be against my whole message. Uh, so, uh, of always con uh, forward movement. So, anyway, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. I will have a link to the uh, anxiety subreddit in the info box as well. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.